What's going on, y'all? It's the Beijing Sensation. Carl, what y'all doing? It's not Thursday. Yep, y'all got it right. It's March Madness, though, man. So we dropping it just a day early so y'all can join us on our March Madness Bracket Challenge. E got his bracket filled out. C got his filled out. I got mine filled out. And get this, y'all. We're doing a free 30-minute coaching call to the winner of this Bracket Challenge. We just want to have some fun and see who know their sports out here, man. If you Even if you don't know sports, just get in there. Let's have some fun together. So go to our uh, S2S Podcast IG page and make sure y'all register. Fill your brackets out, man, and let's have some fun. We'll put some more information later in the episode. So check it out and enjoy the show. Money is a tool. When you grow up with a lack of money, what happens is your emotional response to money is stress. When you grow up with a lack of it, you were conscious of the fact that we had to be smart and, and that money was not in abundance, if you will. Money is a tool and a vehicle that should work for you. You don't work for it. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys. And here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. They also offer a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. So sign up today for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off each of your first three boxes. You can visit HelloFresh.com forward slash success 60 and enter the promo code success 60 and that's success six zero. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. Let's get it. What's happening, y'all? Hey, somebody said I need to call you. What, what did they say I needed to call you? Uh, what did he say? The, the Bayesian boss. The Bayesian boss after the last ah, podcast. You know ah, what I'm saying? I love it. Hey, Carl love get it. one fire podcast off, and now he get a nickname. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? I've been carrying Carl for three years on this podcast, and now one and now episode. now he got a name. And I got he to got switch up his whole name, his M.O. I got to start calling him boss. Lord have mercy. Hey, and uh, I'm told you, you only get one shot. I ain't hey, trying to miss my chance miss a chance here. to blow. Dr. Douglas Thomas, uh, rolling yeah. through the, the the desert. Where you at, brother? Oh uh, yeah, Palm Springs, man. Coachella. Hey. I'm where I'm where Beyonce was. Oh, <laughs> Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah. I always thought Palm. I'm I'm slow. I thought Palm Springs was in Florida for some reason. I don't. Maybe Florida. I'm sure there's Palm one. Too. I'm sure there's one. But you know that big concert I'm talking about, CJ. That Coachella? she was here last year. I didn't know. I didn't know Coachella was here, but it's here in Palm oh, Springs. I didn't know either. Yeah, it's in yeah, the desert, yeah. right? It is. Yeah, I it's think in the so. desert, yeah. but the, I don't know. No. The, I'm talking about these mountains, guys. Gorgeous, man. One side is green, and then higher up, you see snow 
on the peaks, man. People like, you know, you go up, ski, come back down, hit the beach. Yeah, it's, um, it's incredible. I, you know what? This is not a fair file, see, but I just had, I just got, I, I want to know, I, it's just information, but is it okay that every time I get in an Uber or I get in a car service, they play hip hop? You know what I'm saying? Like, they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, Michael Jack, I'm, I'm saying like R&B, uh, jazz, like, okay. But every time I get in, the Migos is playing. I'm like, <laughs> like, well, is well, you that know fair? why though, right? I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, so Uber connect to your playlist so when you get in, they know like what you already been jamming to and they could just hit the button and it, pre- it play like songs that you probably like. I, bruh, I don't play none of that. I don't play no hip hop. I don't I play just, no I music. just made that up, but that'd be a dope I was waiting to see oh. how long you know it was going to go. I was like, see, pull that one out. I'm just saying. Hey, that would be sweet though. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah, but my, the feature, my, the playlist just came up, and they was like, "Oh, okay, cool. You want to listen to your playlist? Now that Uber, uh, I need somebody over at headquarters Royalties. to go on it. You know what? You know what's crazy? You know how you watch Shark Tank and all that, and you have ideas, bro. Guess what idea Samsung just came out with that I've been saying for the longest? Did y'all see it? Uh uh-uh. uh uh uh. Bro, Samsung got it to where you could charge each other phone from your phone. Mm. Wow. Back to back. Let me get some of that. So like G- say you wow. say, say I'm rolling and, and me and Carl rolling and I got 90% and Carl at like 10. Well, I could I could get him up to 40 and drop myself down to 60. Teamwork. Wow. And I've been oh, wow. said that. I was like, shoot, but then I started thinking like ego murder. I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> oh, I'm murder you see you, you run. Oh, you I'm go to sleep. You. I promise you, ego have your joint. <laughs> You gonna wake up that sucker on straight dead. It was dead. an eight one seven. gonna be running around full as all get out. <laughs> it was it, it, it was an eight one seven. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I promise you. I know oh, that's bro, right. I know yeah. ego kill that. So anyway, man, yeah. I'm in a good mood. Um, shout out to my Spartans for for winning Big oh, Ten. Sir. Unbelievable. Big Ten tournament. Let me get the, let me get the music. Hold on. It's that time of year. You know what I'm saying? It's March Madness. I'm feeling good. I'm talking Spartans. about March Madness. Put it on the, the boys, uh, the 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 boys from Ann Arbor. Three not times, once. if not yeah, twice. But look, if don't hate on us, but three the, times we swept y'all. Don't hate on us. Don't not listen to the podcast because of this segment. All right, hey, just go and, ahead. And then what, <laughs> hey, what's the reward we get? We gotta play Duke. I'm like, Lord have mercy, know, right? Duke. Oh, and then we get put in the same region as Duke. That's the only oh. team I did not want to play. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Somebody, I, I want to see Zion birth certificate. I don't, did y'all? Hold on, <laughs> let me just say this because we talk about LeBron a lot. We haven't talked about Zion on this podcast. And for those of you who are not into sports, just bear with us. We always, every once in a while, we got to do our PTI thing. Bro, Zion is from another planet. He comes yeah, back off man. the injury and goes like thirteen to thirteen for like thirty points. I'm like, yeah, and I'm talking about. Duncan, I'm like, did he get stronger when he mm. went? Like, I've never, I've never seen anything like it. Like, he is yeah, it's unbelievable, a physical bro. freak out of this world. I don't yeah. know what he's going to be at the next level. Probably a beast, too. I, but I'll be honest. I was a little slow to the party because I was like, eh, my man, like, he, he an athlete. You know what I'm saying? I like hoopers. You know what I mean? Like, he looked like, you know, yeah, no, like one of them just hybrid bro. athletes. But, man, that boy can play. You know who he remind oh. me of, though? I'm going to be real with you. He remind me it would have to be a hybrid, but like I see some Charles Barkley in that joint. Oh, definitely. Like, it's the mm-hmm. the aggression mm-hmm. that kid got, man. Oh yeah, just, and he plays just a violent. grown man. Yeah, I'm talking about violent, bro. Remind me of Charles with 
Phoenix and when younger Charles with the 76ers, and he just dunking like not no regard for human life. Zero. You know what I'm saying? This kid has no <laughs> regard for human life, bro. It's unbelievable, bro. I, I've always been a believer. I just never really watched. You know, I wasn't really paying attention. Then I saw him, like I watched the game where he got hurt, so I was hurt, stopped watching it. Then I watched the game when he came back and was like, yo, was he, was he, like, was that a fake injury? Because no way you can come back with that type <laughs> exactly. of night. And then, uh-huh. then North Carolina, I will say this though, I have mad respect for North Carolina. I thought he was just going to blow them out. And they, um, you know, they made it, man, a last game possession. So mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to win this. Um, I don't know who's going to win this thing, bro. Well, I, I hope the, we win it, but... Until the Spartans lose, we're going to go with the Spartans. No, no doubt. You know what I'm Spartans saying? Spartans all die. Hey, but here's a good thing, though. We uh, we set it up this year. Uh, hopefully, y'all are playing with us. Um, we have the, the, the tournament going on right now. As you listening to this, we have our own S2S podcast tournament, so hopefully you're already in that. Um, we're actually recording this on Monday. Carl should probably drop it in the podcast, but... Shout out to everybody who's joining us in the bracket race right now. We don't know who's yeah. winning these early games, but by the time you hear this, you do. And uh, maybe you're in first place. Maybe I'm in first place. Maybe E.T.'s in first place. Who knows? Yeah. Man, and, I, st- uh, I don't even do it no more, y'all. I'm so whack. We'll post it on IG so they could just No, we're making you do the bracket this year, E. Yeah. We sent it to you already. So you got to log yeah. in and all of that. So by the time they hear this, your bracket will be done. Yeah, I, I just never, man. I, I just, maybe I'm too biased, but... I pick my teams that I like, and they get no, no that people. I got the Spartans Pop. winning it all. Us. They ain't got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Duke, come on. I just told you about Zion. You know what I'm saying? Zion, 43 yeah. years old, playing with 18 year old kids. 43 year olds. Wow. Bro, if Zion 43, if Zion 18, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Come on, bro. I'm 21. Hey, I connected again. with Nikki, and we're gonna drop it right on the IG page. So you can just go to Instagram and just click from there and join. But it'll be too right late there. by the time they hear this, though, Carl. Oh, I got what you're saying. I got you. Yeah, yep, they I got hear you this now. Thursday night. Tournament start Thursday, so hopefully they already enrolled well, into. Release the, the podcast early. Yeah, let's do it early then, so we can get them in there. In the morning, you saying? Sure. Yeah, yeah let's we can put early. it out maybe Wednesday night. Oh, podcast coming out early. Just for oh, this reason. That's how y'all feel. Y'all want to release it yeah. Wednesday night? Okay. Just, well, we got to get them in. We got to have... And just to be okay. real with you. No, like, yeah, that's fair. Before. Okay, well, tell them how to get on then, Carl. Tell them how to get on Because we're filling... I filled out my bracket already. Carl filled out his. E about yeah. to fi- fill out his as soon as he get to the I'm airport. I'm about to fill out mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And y'all can play against us. So, Carl, tell them what the, uh, how, to, how to get on to the bracket challenge so they can challenge the gurus. Hey, we'll post a link right on our Instagram page. You can click on that. You'll have to create... Um, it'll just have join group, and you'll see the S2S logo, all that on there. You just hit join group, and then create your bracket. And from that yep. point... But they got to put in the pa- a password, right? Yeah, you got to put the Wrong password man. in there. Sorry, yes. my bad. GMG. Y'all listening with us. Y'all know what that is. One, two, three. So GMG123 is the password. Capital GMG? Capital. It, I, the case doesn't matter. I don't think be, it's case uh, sensitive. I'll double yeah. check that, see, real quick. But the case shouldn't matter. It's usually uh, upper or lower work. Okay, GMG123. Y'all come join us in the Bracket League, man. We're going to be talking about the tournament throughout March Madness because this is just the best time of the year, man. It's just fun. Everybody's is, excited. Everybody Other than Christmas, it is. Favorite school yeah. colors. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere you go, yeah. people hyped up in a good yeah. mood. Uh, no, I, I do believe that. See, I believe this is Christmas is first, and then I think it's March Madness. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we oh, used to, sure. man, yeah. remember when we worked on the college campus? Oh, man. Uh, 
And Michigan State, you yeah. know, we in the mix every year. So campus would just be, I'm talking about shut down. And uh, <laughs> man, everybody just having a good time. So uh, shout out to your squad, but our squad is better. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, so real quick, I, I'm old, man, and I'm, I'm washed. Um, so I was texting with my little cousin, and she's 18, about to graduate. And uh, Is she 18? 18, yeah. Or you lying. 18, maybe 17, 18, yeah. Her and Zion the same hey. age. And her and Zion, right, Zion. <laughs> Zion leaping small buildings. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can't so, believe it, bro. So anyway, oh, I, I'm texting, and I, you know how you had those moments in life for real when you just realize, like, yo, I'm washed. You know what I'm saying? Just like, just I, I'm not cool anymore. And so I was yeah, texting, I and I was getting all of these, like, things that I didn't understand. So I was like, yo, what do all these initials mean? Like, it's just letters. And so she, like, started breaking them down for me. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's just me. Maybe y'all, you know, are a little cooler with the you know, younger generation. So I brought some of them here. And I'm going to start easy. But I wanted to see if y'all could get some of these and these text abbreviations mm. that all the kids mm. are using mm. now. Mm. Okay. <laughs> So I'm talking okay. uh, right I'm gonna start y'all off <laughs> real right, right, right. like base. Right, my my kid's eight. My kid's twenty something years old. <laughs> okay, well, well I just start y'all off basic, and then we'll you know pro- progressively get a little harder. So um, we'll start off with BRB. All right, be right back. Okay, point for Carl. E, you look like you you were struggling with the. Uh, basic algebra. We're going to calculus in a minute. Wake up. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Carl. What happened was I tried to charge my phone up and I put it in the car and it went straight to the, it went straight to you. I can hear y'all on the speaker. I'm like, shoot, I'm recording oh, okay. this. They're going to be able to hear this. But yeah. on the honor I don't know system, if I you knew what BRB it, was, right? I don't know that I knew what it was. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even hear you say it. See, I'm sorry. Okay, BRB. Hey, this is how we'll know. Yeah, but when, do the next one. If I get the next one, yeah, if I get the next one, I mean I would have known the first one. Okay, uh, JK. Just kidding. Okay. Hey. Uh, so I would have known the first one then. Okay. Um, how about AH? Mm. Let me help I'm you out a little it. bit. Where you at? AH. Oh, at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, at I, I get y'all okay. in assist on that yeah. one. Well, 50 50. Mm. Okay. I see why am I? I see why am I? Mm-hmm. I call mm. you. What's the rest? I call you. <laughs> what's the rest? Miss <laughs> Jackson, yeah, if you got a clue. <laughs> I see why am I. Now no, I actually knew this one. I don't one. have a clue. Okay, what's that one? This in oh, wait, case I got you, you missed it. Uh, I was just gonna say I, I was oh, just thinking it. I, I, the MI is missed okay, it. Okay, wow. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that's wow. deep. Wow, that's okay. a lot. That's a lot. Wow, that's good. I mean, you summed up a whole paragraph. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah, these letters. kids are good. Yeah, no doubt. Um, okay, this one is this is moving on a little tougher. I definitely didn't know this one. F W I W. S W I W. F W I W. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. No, I ain't got Hold on, uh-uh, uh-uh. F W. <laughs> the F is for four. Yeah, I was gonna say I for help work. Y'all out there. For, for for they ain't going to work. 
this generation, what I'm saying, for work. <laughs> um, for when, what, give it to me, see, for when what? Give me the last part. For when, give me the uh, alphabet. I know I'm on it now. For when what? Uh, for what? For what is worth. Oh, for what? Mm. Okay, for what? Shoot, I said for when, for what? Shoot. All right, here goes, here goes one that might be a little easier. Four, the number four, E-A-E. It's a whole different language, bro. <laughs> forever, forever, and a and, and, and ever. See, for, ah, there we go. Ding, 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 ding. All right, all right, forever all right. and we, ever. We had, we had to work together on that one. Oh, that was great teamwork <laughs> like right essay, there. I love it. Little yeah, hey, SAT boy. Uh, as washed as I thought y'all were. All right, here go, <laughs> here go one. This one is a little tough, but I, I, I have faith in y'all. Y'all can get to This one actually makes sense, all right? A-A-M-O-F. A A. M O F. At a at a help me out, Carl. At a minute, at a at a moment, at a moment, what? <laughs> I like where E going. He putting it together. <laughs> Carl, you stuck. I'm stuck, bro. I ain't got nothing. At a moment, what's the second part? At a moment, what? At a moment, I'm busy. No, what no, is that? The, a, the first A is for as. That should help out uh, quite a bit. Oh. As. Okay, as my bad, Didi just jumped in the car, y'all. As uh, what? You, you, hey, you can phone as a friend. A, <laughs> phone a friend. As a moment, <laughs> I asked Didi. Didi, what is the what? Uh, a A. What does it see? A A. A A M O F. M O O F. Matter of fact, as a matter of fact. Ah, Carl, got it. Ding, 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 ding. I was trying to work on the M O F. Matter of fact. Yeah. Let me get y'all. Let's do. Let's do two more real quick. Y'all probably. I know y'all ain't gonna get this. A I T R. Is it? I'll just give it to y'all. There's no way y'all get it. A I T R. Yeah. Adult in the room. Oh. Adult in the room. You definitely can't get that one. Okay, I feel talking. like okay. an adult in the room. Okay, good. Um, okay, this one is easy. F to F. Friend to friend. <laughs> nah, close. Nope. Mm. F to F. You close. Uh, F to F. Friend to friend. Um, face to face. Ah, deal C with the assist. All right, last one. Didi last one. He got us the assist. Okay, yeah, this, one is, this one's tough, but I got faith with Diddy in the game now. A O T A. A O T A? Mm hmm. Okay. A O T A. Mm hmm. A O. Another option. You know what I'm saying, Carl? <laughs> Another option. <laughs> uh, Come on, Carl. Carl got uh, 10 degrees and ain't guessed nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he tried. <laughs> Come on, Carl. A O. Okay. T A. Another. No, no, no. T A. T A. Mm-hmm. T T is in time, uh, right? T is in time. Okay. The first letter. I mean, first word is all. All of the above. Ah, got it. Yes, all right, cool. That's it. Oof, all right, cool. Well, hopefully I helped, you know, enlighten y'all because I got enlightened, Oof. you know what I'm saying, over the weekend. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just yeah. me, but I see uh, y'all are pretty washed too. So uh, <laughs> hopefully everybody out there, you're in your mid-30s and up, you're welcome. He, no, okay? see, he already said he was washed out, D. He already said he was oh, washed. Oh, been washed. Did he tell me I, I got one for him? 
You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, like, please. Yeah. I'll I, I gladly fail. What is it, D? Help me out. Yeah, he said, give it to him. He'll gladly fail. F-O-M-O. F-O-M-O. Uh-oh. See, I got to be careful no, I got with D. She would have had me curse on the podcast. Oh, definitely <laughs> had you curse on the podcast. Oh, uh, I, I heard. Fellow Uga. What is that? Fear of, it's fear of missing out, Didi. And fear of missing out, Carl said. Yeah. Yeah, fear of missing mm, out. Yeah, I heard Good that. Good job, Carl. Carl ain't washed out then. Carl oh, ain't washed out. He just still redeemed himself. Still got a little himself. left in me. Redeemed, redeemed. Out. redeemed. Now, that's definitely a millennial thing. That's like a yeah. diagnosable condition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like something they catch. Like that. Yeah, that's like a whole hookup. Yeah, fear of missing out. Yeah, I never had that. You know what I'm saying? So I know that's right. Know um, that's right. cool, man. All right. Well, we had a little fun uh, last week. We jumped straight into the podcast, which. Right, straight you know, into it. Yeah, straight. I'm talking about both feet. Um, but we'll, we'll uh, I'll be honest with y'all. I don't know about y'all, but I think I got more texts, emails, phone calls, mm-hmm. comments about our last podcast than maybe any other podcast that we've done. Anyone, yeah. Um, and so people were like, you know, had a lot, a lot to, you know, chime in on about it. And so... I called E today and E was like, nah, you got to stay on it because there's some things yeah, we didn't cover. And um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, one, you're not a faithful podcast listener, so shame <laughs> on you. Or go back go, if you knew. Go, go back. back to that one before yep. you listen to this one. Go back to what was the uh, death insurance, uh, death insurance podcast, too. which is when Carl made his debut on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Welcome to the party, Carl. Um, so we... We had a, a, a lengthy discussion and, and I think a, a very heartfelt discussion about um, as it relates to, uh, you know, access, I think is the word, right? Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. It's kind of yep. access to that, yeah, that is. American, yeah, American dream. dream. So, E, I'll let yeah. you kind of kick it yeah. off from where we were and um, kind of the feedback you were getting from some people and, and where you want to take us this week. Yeah, you know, so, so I think the major feedback, a lot of people were calling me and it was like, yo, E, fire. You know what I'm saying? Y'all did a phenomenal job. It was really an eye-opener. But I think a lot of people, you know, were kind of questioning, okay, E, like I was overwhelmed almost. You know what I'm saying? So like, where do I start? Because for real, I did think it was about, for some people, a good character, working hard, you know, credentials, you know, um, you know, and then mastery of your gift. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, was like, okay, so if, if it's not that, we heard that, what is it, E? And, 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 you know, I thought I said it. See, I thought I made it clear. But for me, the thing that shift first was just my thinking. You know what I'm saying? And just like, yo, for real. I, I, and again, I love, my, I love my people, man. I love my, especially my mom. Because my mom is the one that's got the opinion, you know. And I love my mom. But I'll be real with you. I, I remember being at a space in my mind where I was like, I got to free myself from what my mama think. You know, because my mom has this, you know, and I respect it, this entre, like she, it's like she, now I won't say she was against entrepreneurs, but for real, she grew up in like what that, that industrial revolution, you know, and she was about going to work, putting in 40, 50 hours, you know, in 30 years you retire. So for my, for my mom, it was like, I almost embraced that as my mindset without realizing that's not my mindset. And so for a lot of you that are listening, you, your mindset is really not even your mindset. Your mindset might be your parents. Your mindset might be the culture, you know, the city you grew up in, the school you went to, 
You know, if you were, um, you know, low socioeconomic status, whatever, like that is more your mindset. And I don't know if a lot of us have ever had a chance to even know what our mindset is. And that's the first thing I had to do. See, I had to break away from, you know, what, what, because again, you want to make your parents proud. You know, you want to be in a good way affirmed by your parents, but you know, it, you got to break away, bro. And I, I, I remember me and Jalen getting into it and not necessarily getting into it, but my man kind of like, he fought back, you know, and I was like, boy, you know, you could write a book, you know, you could speak, you could do X, Y, and Z when you graduate, you know what I'm saying, and make money. And he was working with us and I was giving him mine. Jay was like, yo, that's what you want me to do. I'm not trying to write no book, you know, and, I, and, I, and be, only because of what I've gone through, see, I didn't try to snap his neck. You know, but I realized what he was doing. He was like, yo, you wrote a book. You speak. Like, that's not what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what I want to do. And he he was free enough to have his own thinking. And I think that's when everything changed for me, when I was like, yo, I'm not embracing what other people think. And, and here's why. Because there were people who were aggressively telling me what I was thinking was wrong. And it wasn't even like they like it wasn't even like they was financially sweet. So they trying to tell me what to do and what not to do, you know, in terms of my industry or my career or my calling, and I'm following them, and they, they not even happy with what they doing. Like my mom, no disrespect, but my mom is working with me now, wrote a book, speaking, and she's loving it, you know, way more than she loved when she was working a, a nine to five. So I think for me, see, the first thing was, you gotta have, like your mindset gotta change, E. And you have to be free to think like you want to think. You got to be free to say it's okay to make, you know, $50,000, $60,000 to speak, to, to fly first class. Like, it ain't even about flying first class. It ain't even about making good money speaking. It, it ain't even about saying I want to win a Nobel Prize. It's freeing myself from all the other voices, bruh, from all the other pressures and, and saying to myself, Yo, I'm going to start the rest of my life. I'm going to think how I want to think. I'm going to believe how I want to believe. And I'm not going to let society or nobody else. And, and my mom wasn't like negative with it. She wasn't trying to dog me out. She was legitimately afraid that entrepreneurship wouldn't work. But I'm thinking, what if I would have, and what if I'd allowed my mom's thinking to override my thinking? Where would I be? Where would my mom be? So, yeah, for me, see, everybody kept calling me like, what's the first step? And I think for me, the first step is being free to believe in what you're thinking and just change your mindset as a whole, bro. Yeah, no, and I think that that is a, a, a good place to kind of do a little bit of teaching. E. And I, I think everybody listening, you know, if you could just write down, like, what is your relationship with money? Like, what, relation, mm. what relationship yeah. do you have yeah. with money? Like, just write yeah. that down. Because you know what? It's funny. Since our last podcast, like, and we kind of just, I, we didn't even plan that. So it just kind of came off the cuff. So I, you know, I never really go back and listen to the podcast. But so many people were hitting me up. And so it, it kind of challenged me to think about it even deeper than I, you know, originally had planned on thinking about it. And I think, like, whatever you're doing, maybe you need to pause it or whatever. But just write down, like, yo, what is my relationship to money? And so... I think, and, and then ask yourself, why do I have this particular relationship with Absolutely. Money? And I mm -hmm. think what's crazy, E, is, is you just said it, you kind of alluded to it with your mom, but I want to take it a step further. It's funny because you had a level of fiscal 
uh, knowledge or whatever you want to call it based on what your parents exposed you to, right? And so then what's funny is, and I, I, I'm obviously, you know, I'm, I'm kind of on the inside with you and Jalen, and you look at how probably Jalen spends money as opposed to how you spent money. And yeah, this is not to yeah. knock Jalen, but this is yeah. that Jalen doesn't know lack. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so yeah. therefore, Jay Boog, like, yo, I got $1,200 in the account. Bet. 800 on the flight, 400 on the party. <laughs> we good, right? Yeah, because yeah. of his relationship to money, there's always been a surplus. So in Jalen's mind, I, and, I, and trust me, I'm not trying to dog out Boog. What I'm telling, what, what I'm grateful for is Boog has a mindset of abundance. So now, you still have to learn to channel that in the right way, right? Because you don't want to be thinking, okay, my dad's loaded so I could do whatever I want. But also, Jalen doesn't live in this space of lack or this space of conservatism, right? So that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. And so when I say, what's your relationship to money? I think most of us find out, you know, very early just based on maybe whatever values were, you know, taught to us. If you if you yeah. come from a, conserv- a fiscally conservative family, maybe y'all don't spend any money. It, it's very close to the vest. You know what I'm saying? Everything is tight, 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 tight. Chances are, that's probably how you view money. Mm, And then vice versa, when somebody, you come from a family where, you know, your dad got four rings on his hand, a Cadillac, you know, three Cadillacs, you know, and he just spending it, you know, we learn those habits as well. So I think you need to not say anything's wrong with the way you've been taught, but he's just said it. What are your, what is your particular relationship with money? Why is it that way? Is it a healthy relationship? And then go about fixing it. So I actually was talking to, um, I was trying to get another perspective and I looked at, um, I, I hit Josh and I was like, yo, so what do you think in terms of why most people, you know, aren't on a certain level financially, right? Like, you know, Josh is somebody who's done obviously very well for himself. So the first thing he said was lack of knowledge. And this is about money, not even necessarily about like earning. This is about money. So lack of knowledge about money, um, endurance to see the goal through, like whatever financial goal you have for your family. And then um, basically the next one was, you know, he said a lot of people don't even have an earning problem. They just have a saving or a spending problem. And so those three things, you know, that are catching people up are, you know, uh, I think a lot of people have that same relationship and it doesn't allow them to get ahead in the way that they would like. And so, like I said, write that down and, and kind of think about what your relationship to money is and then understand this. Just because you didn't know or you don't know, that's not an excuse for not finding that's out. Right. So for me, and, uh, bruh, how long did it take us to get our taxes right, E? Like we got oh, murdered. Yeah. We got yeah. murdered the first few years. Why? Because we started a company we had never really made any real money before, and then we started making money, and then we we didn't know. And so guess what? We found out, and some of you are getting beat financially year after year, and you're still not taking it upon yourself to find out. I love it. Eoy says, it, it ain't your fault if you got knocked down, but it's your fault if you don't get back up. So it's not your fault if you don't understand money. It's not your fault if you don't understand the, the, uh, the acquiring of it, the keeping of it, the investing it, and all of those things. But it is your fault if you don't spend a concerted amount of time to get it fixed. And so, E, when you think about your relationship to money or people's relationship to money, how can they begin to change that mindset that you're talking about? Well, I think the first thing is you get around. Like, you can, you can get around money. So, for instance, there are biographies, you know, or like 
uh, quick one minute, um, you know, um, like, you know, business tips online. I read, I was listening to something today and uh, uh, the person was saying that if you put $250 aside a month in 10 years, it could be worth, you know, one point whatever million, right? And so first guys, just get around it. YouTube, you can get around it. Uh, you've got, uh, for instance, like, uh, I know Dave Ramsey and different people like that. They'll have like free seminars at churches. I'm saying free. Now, of course, after maybe about three or four of those visits, they may ask you, they might upsell you to a book or something. But I'm saying you, you can get exposed to it by simply going online, you know, et cetera. And to your point, see, what's crazy is with Boog, bro, like, man, somebody told me, I don't know if it was Josh, but somebody told me, and I think I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, the only way you learn how to do something is to do it, you know? And so their thing was, like, you got you to gotta let Jalen, like, almost for real, and I, 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 I caution saying this, but you got to let him play with money to learn from how to spend money. Like, you, like he got to mess up with money in order to learn money. And I remember when I first heard that, see, coming from where I'm coming from, I'm like, yo, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. But I'll be honest with you, the person that said it, I knew they had more money than me. And mm-hmm. so I, what I had to do was fight what I, what I knew growing up in a, you know, working class. I had to fight that mindset and I had to embrace by faith. Because it's one thing to listen, y'all, but you got to really apply this stuff. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to do just that. Now, I'm going to put a limit on it, but I am. I'm going to allow him to make mistakes financially. And I, I don't really know how long this is going to take. But by, by the grace of God, I'm hoping that, you know, it works out. And sure enough, bro, see, my, my man hit me, you know, I don't know, maybe about three months ago. He's working with mall, you know what I'm saying? And working on, you know, properties. Uh, some guy from Chicago last year paid for maybe 20 of our kids to go to the camp and he is into stocks or whatever. You know, Jalen gave me a call. Um, whatever my man told him, he invested in some stock and he's putting like a couple hundred dollars. Just started this week, putting a couple hundred dollars aside. Um, met with another young man who works on Wall Street and they're going through some stuff. He just finished reading, um, you mentioned Elijah. He just finished reading, I think, The Millionaire Mindset and Elijah put him through like a, um, a, a series of tests, you know, make, like Jalen, don't just read it, but, you know, put him through some exercises. And, you know, Jalen went through those exercises. Uh, Elijah was like, yo, E, my man read the book. He doing his thing. So to your point, see, with him being around you and, you know, Josh and, you know, Jamal and I like just whoever has that mindset, you, to your point, he, is, he has picked it up. And my thing was, I was afraid to let him play with money, but at 23, he got it, you know? And so my thing is, shoot, no, nobody le- never let me play with money. Nobody ever told me that. And guess what? It took me into my late 30s to start making it. And it wasn't until my 40s that I got the mindset that he has at 23. So I would just say, get in the environments, get in Breathe University, if you're not in Breathe University, um, go to our conferences. Jamal just went to our conferences. Um, Josh started coming to our events. And people like that are all around us when you are part of Breathe University. So to C's point, stop being reactive 
and be more proactive. See where the money is being made. See the people who have the information and the knowledge. Either go to a podcast, read a book, go on uh, Instagram, um, YouTube, whatever. But there are so many resources out there if you're serious about getting a new mindset when it comes to finances. Yeah, Carl, why don't you talk about um, what, what you were about to do in terms of credit card debt. And it's so funny, yeah. just being around people who understand money at a different level, who've made money at a different level, and how much that can change you. And one of the things that, um, you know, when I talk to, you know, a couple millionaires, they would always say, focus on prosperity, not debt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, ooh, yeah. okay, hold on, think about that. Well, Carl, why don't you just talk quickly about how being around more, just changing your circle, just one person. Yeah, one person. Yeah, go yeah. for it. And, 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 it, and no, you just said it, see, and I, I hope people heard that. Focus on prosperity, not debt. We've been taught, I mean, especially in the minority communities, I mean, that's all we knew, debt. So the whole struggle was getting out of debt. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the goal. Like, hear that. That was the goal, to get out of debt. So you didn't have any more debt if you got to that point. It's like you didn't really have nothing else to aim for. Like, that was the goal. So, and we talk, I think we mentioned it on the podcast before, but literally I talk, I'm having a casual conversation with Jamal about, you know, tax returns, just casual, like, you know, we just say, hey, what up, you good? Yeah, man, I'm here just doing this tax stuff, trying to get it done. And he's like, yo, is it looking good? Like, what, you about to get back some decent? I'm like, yeah. He's like, what you about to do with it? I was like, oh, dude, I got a couple of credit cards I'm trying to knock down and get rid of debt. Like, I'm through with debt. Like, I ain't using these cards no more. You know, it slip, slip, slip. And then I got 10 grand here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to, you know, kill that. And I'm not no loose spender. But still, it just, you do one thing, you turn into something else. Um, so, and you can hear like Maul is, he's setting me up. Let me just, the whole, the whole ride down, he's setting me up. So he's like, so once you pay that off, then like, what's your plan then? Like, what you going to do after that? And I was like, what you mean? Like, you know, I could just save whatever I got going. And he's like, oh, okay. So he's like, explain to me, how is it that you're going to give somebody else your money? He's like, do you understand how credit works? And I was like, what you mean? He's like, do you understand that they're using, like the, the way this whole system works is everybody's using somebody else's money. I'm like, dude, like I, I, I'm hearing you. I've heard this language before, but I don't get it. Like, what am I not, like, what am I not getting? Like, what are you telling me to do? And he was in a different way of saying it. See, he was like, yo, your money is your is like it's your employee. You're supposed to use your money to make money for you. Like your money not supposed to go do nothing else. And furthermore, when you go when you go use it to pay somebody else off, that's it. Like it's gone. It's zero. You're starting back from zero again. And his concept to me was if you're using your money, e what you just said with Jalen to make money that you never got to worry about paying the debt back. Your money has now found a way to generate more money for you. And it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, you can take this money and pay it back debt at some point. And, and I'm, I'm telling y'all, fast forward one year, and no, not bragging, not ex like nothing, like I'm just being real with y'all, fast forward one year, I'm still paying the minimum on the same credit cards. They ain't going nowhere. My credit score has not changed. And I got probably about 10 times that amount in the bank account off of that one conversation. I'm just being real. Like, I'm not playing. That one conversation with him, I'm still, listen to what I'm saying. I'm still paying the minimum. I, I can care less about paying. The, eventually, I'll get him paid off. But it's like, dude, like, it ain't, that's not important. And, and I know, you know, there's that school out there. Well, you paying all that interest? Bet. I'm making more than the interest. So it's not an issue for me right now. At some point, I'll pay that off. But you talk about a transition, see, in, in terms of how I think. Like, are you kidding me? Then he was he was he went on to educate me. He's like, dude, like my next thing was like, okay, so I'm gonna start making some money. I'm paying mortgage off, back to debt again. He's like, dude, that's your biggest tax write off. And I'm like, huh? 
He's like, your mortgage, again, just language, y'all, that's your biggest tax write-off. There's no real urgency to pay it off if you got money coming in, like taking care of that. Of course, mm-hmm. it's interest rates and all that again, but that's the biggest tax write-off you get. You're getting a whole bunch of money back off of paying your mortgage, off of doing stuff with your house. He's like, it ain't necessarily a rush for that either. Like, if again, if your money's working for you, then you don't have to worry about debt. Money is going to bring money if you use it correctly. So just, just to see his point, like humongous transition. Everything that I do now is completely different. And, and see, get this part. This is the part I don't want people to miss. Now, because I'm so focused on prosperity and <laughs> I have started saving more of just my own money like that I work for. And somehow I was somehow you was living, you know, paying most of me living mostly check to check. Somehow from that transition, that conversation, the same amount of money I got, I ain't got no pay raise, nothing changed. I'm somehow saving, you know, like I'm talking about like a couple grand a month and I'm just, I'm putting all my, my, my tra- I'm being transparent with y'all. Nothing changed in my income. What changed was my mind. And somehow now with the same paycheck, the same income, I can change. I mean, I can save so much more because now I'm focused on prosperity. I'm focused on E and I heard this. When you said E, I didn't, we didn't even talk about this, but I was reading a document that they said, um, this article that they were saying what the wealthy do is that they allow, <laughs> get this. So, you know, they create the whole trust and all that and the family banking. We talked about that a little bit. The family banking. So, E, you're, you know, you were headed, you, you in charge of the family bank. You know, you can put C, you can put Josh, somebody else as, you know, somebody else on there that you trust, Didi, you know, whatever. You got a committee. They said wealthy families have a committee that decides. So Jalen comes and dad, I want to buy a car or I want to start a business, whatever. The committee sits and decides if to give the, the child the money. And he said, <laughs> the article said, dude, they decide if this one is just for learning. So we're going to give you 50 grand just for learning or we're going to give you 50 grand because this is a great idea. But they decide that ahead of time. And I'm just like, whoa, what a... What a change, you know what I'm saying, perspective. We're giving you this money so you can learn, you know what I'm saying, how to deal with money. One last thing. I was reading, E, I don't know if you ever checked it out, that In Search of Greatness documentary. You, you, it was on Delta. Did you see that? No, no, I, no I didn't see it. I got to see that. In Search oh, of Greatness. Oh, man, so they, they interviewed a um, couple, I mean, I'm talking about Dwayne Gretzky's, like the top, I'm talking about okay. Randy, not Randy, Randy Moss, who was it? Um, I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about super, super top level athletes and and Gretzky said, he was saying that there was a research that was done on, on German soccer players and the players that turned out to be like the elite of elite were the ones that were allowed to have free play more, not structure, not the ones that started training early. Think, think of Huddy, see, not the ones that started training early and getting all these coaches and all that. But the ones that had a natural love for it and just were allowed to play outside more, bottom line. So translate that into finances, it's the same concept. You allow you know, Jay to experiment and learn and understand that this wasn't Carl, a good decision. And that's where I'm going right there. That's, that's, that's where I really, hold on. And I don't mean to interrupt, but I, like help no, me you out. Because I'm not even, I haven't even flushed it all the way out of my head. But listen to this. Yeah. So money is a tool. Right, like yeah, that's that's, it. that's what it is. Yeah. It's a tool. Like, yeah, but what happens all. is when you grow up with a lack of money, what happens is your emotional response to money is stress, right? Mm. Like that's like think about it. Most people and Carl, you grew up, you know, middle class like I did, but you know, there's there's people, you know, like you know, my wife who grew up in extreme poverty, and so even at our level, Carl, I 
I'm not I'm not gonna say I was worried about money, but you definitely wouldn't you you, you were conscious of the fact that yeah. we had to be yeah. smart and, and that money yeah. was not in abundance, if you will. So when you grow up with this, and that's where I was saying, what's your relationship with money? And and you have to help me out when I get there. But what happens is when you grow up with a lack of it and it's it's in your household and you hear people talking about the bills and I don't know if we're gonna be able to pay the bills. Mm. And I remember my mom used to be like, hey, well, Christmas might not be as you know plentiful as you know it usually is because this is tight or this is tight. And you grow up, you hear those things, right? You hear these, you know, constant things about money being a more of a stressor than a tool. What happens is when you get older, you live with that same fear about money. And so what happens, E, you say it all the time, when your emotions are high, your reasoning is low. So the same thing goes with money. If we're super emotional about our money, then our reasoning is going to be low and we're not looking at it as a tool. Whereas the wealthy, which is why I'm saying Jalen may end up being sweeter than all of us as soon as he gets Mm. it. And it sounds like he is because he is going to understand at a much earlier age that money is a tool in a vehicle that should work for you. You don't work for it. And so it, I think it's just a, a switch in behavior. And E, when you talk about that switch of the mindset, I really do think so many so many of us grew up with that, like, I don't want to say poverty mindset per se, but that, like, uh, money, uh-oh, it's money. Do I have it? Don't I have it? Okay, mm-hmm. if I got it, I'm cool for the moment. As soon as I lose it, I'm stressed. And that you cannot make sound financial decisions when your emotions are running that high. Does that make sense? I, I know I'm... Trying to flush this yeah, out no as question. I'm talking but to y'all. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I want to go back, though, see, and then come forward. And this is why this is so important. Because I have to protect Jalen because 90% of the people that he's going to come in contact with, his grandma, his cousins, his aunt, his church members, they're going to discourage that behavior because yeah. they, they stressed out and they broke. So they're going to go... Now, they're not going to say to me because I'm grown, but... They may say something to him, just a hint, boy, of you buying this, you doing that, you traveling all over here, you got to be wise. And it's like, no, 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 you don't listen to them, Jalen, because you can't, and this is no disrespect to nobody, but you can't listen to broke people or people who are financially stressed tell you how to make money, Hmm. right? And I used to get on, like, not in a bad way, but I used to, like, like, try to, like, Didi, please, Because Diddy would say all the time, like, all right, when y'all graduate, you know, and y'all get a job, I was like, stop saying that. Like, Mm. that was our reality or that was your reality specifically Mm -hmm. because you have a need for security. Like, like not in a bad way. You're a great mom, but don't teach our babies to go work for nobody. Like, don't do that. And I know you mean well, but no, they're not because whatever Jada wants to be, because Jada would say all the time, dad, social workers don't make no money. Social workers that work for for the state don't make no money. Don't say that. You you have create your own company where when you're talking to somebody, like for instance, and I'm dealing with an NBA player, that's social work. Jada, if you're dealing with a social uh, NBA player and doing social work, or you're dealing with a group of kids, you know, who are in need, and you got a nonprofit that you built through our enterprise, then it's no it, you it, you can't tell me you gonna you're not gonna be where you need to be financially. So I, you know, we have to be careful. For those of you who are listening, I missed a step. Even though I told you to go do your homework, do your research. Like, yo, you're going to have to cut a lot of people off. Because every time you try to do something, they're going to try to discourage you. And if you're not careful, that negative talk is going to kill you. I'm telling you, 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 you cannot do it. So, so when we were with Josh 
and Jamal in Utah, I promise you, bro, a light went off for me. And, and, and of course, I've never, I've, it's been a long time since I looked at money as a stressor. But what that conversation did for me with Maul especially was, Maul said he has multiple properties. I was like, E, you got at least five to 10 more businesses just in your voice, just in your throat, E. Like, you, you, you the best in the world. Why are you just using this for motivational speaking or for consulting? There are so many things that you can do. For your daughter, you can set your daughter up. For Jalen, there's some things you could do to set Jalen up that maybe you're not interested in it, but, but, but they could definitely do it. You, you know what I'm saying? And I told, I told Jalen something today. See, I told my son, I said, look, son, I'm not trying to be funny and, and, and listen to your dad, but don't listen to me. I was like, Jay, you may not need to necessarily have a, a, a mortgage, bro. You may not necessarily need to have a, you single for right now. Why, why do you even have a mortgage? See, why you have a, why are you even leasing an apartment? Why are you paying that kind of money? Bro, you got options. You're not even at home. I told him, see, like, you're not even there. And you paying for somebody. And I'm seeing these kids who, I saw a documentary of a group of kids that were homeless in college. And I'm like, yo, Boog, you got options, bro. You could take that same money that you've been spending on apartments and figure out when you're in Atlanta. See, I already told you, if you need to come stay with me, uh, you can. Jeremy. I mean, you got a million people that can, in Atlanta at, at home. I was just giving him some different options. We got land. We got property. You set up a bed. I was like, bro, you can take that money, them thousands that you paying these people every month, and you can put that in some business, bro. You know, and so I'm, I'm learning how to think different and not scare my son and scare my daughter right, and stop putting right. all these boundaries hmm. on them. And, and all of these, okay, be careful. Don't do this, don't do that. No, you're still single. Go take risk. Because once you get married, bro, you're not going to want to take them. Once you right. have kids, you're not going to want to yeah. take them. So that mindset thing is important. And y'all got to stop hanging around people who they always putting boundaries around you, always talking negative. And even when they not, like, I'm being real. I had to stop talking to my mom, not because I didn't love my mom, but it was like a million questions every time about entrepreneurship and it was starting to like get to me. Like not that I was going to not be an entrepreneur, but it was like, yo, I'm, I'm tired of having to defend myself. I'm tired of having to explain myself. I'm tired of having to prove to you that what I'm doing is right. So when we talk, let's not talk money no more. Let's talk about everything but money and let's not talk about me being no entrepreneur. And for real, even with my wife earlier in the game, I had to just stop having certain conversations because they're not bad people, but they're security people. And I'm like, yo, I can't do it. Like, I can't talk to y'all because y'all right. not putting secu- the fire Because that's, how, that's their emotional response to money. Yep, it's to security, money. Yep. right? And yep. I'm just being real. This is exactly what I'm talking about, E. And the haves have because they're not interested in security. Now, I'm not telling mm. you to be dumb about it, but I'm saying they have a growth mindset whereas we have a fixed mindset. You go to work, yeah. you get paid X. Like like I said, I, I, I love my pops. He provided a great middle-class lifestyle, but it was you got the same thing, the check every single Friday, like Ma said. He said they put your, when he was a cop, you know, as a cop, they put your check in a box. You walk up there, boom, you take your check. You can see what everybody else make because everybody make the same amount. So if you have that type of mindset, then of course security is everything because there's only a certain amount to go around. What millionaires understand is that money is in abundance, right? Abundance, Ma said he bro. made more than he ever abundance. made during the recession. 
He made a ton of money. Why? Because he believes that money's in abundance, whereas yeah. we're always taught security, safe, and we put money on this pedestal. You cannot put money on a pedestal if it's a tool, right? We don't put our toaster on a pedestal. We don't put like mm. our vacuum cleaner on a pedestal. It's a tool. It's It has a purpose. It serves a function. And it's not this emotional thing of, oh my God, if I got it, then I'm okay. And if as soon as I lose a cup, I'm out. Like, if you operate like that, you can never be great and you can never have a secure relationship with money, which is why, for real, I do admire, again, Jalen's ability to understand money on a different mm-hmm. level at this age. Why? Because he's seen it. His dad has it. His mom has it. He's grown up with it for quite some time. Now, y'all ain't always had it like that because Boog was right, probably right. When he was a little younger. Well, we were doing all right, but we, you know, wasn't on this level. Yeah, no but question. but you're saying stuff, man, that's so true. Now I even got to watch myself talking to Trey about college. I'm like, mm. Lord have mercy. I'm like, yo, I'm sitting up here telling my man to go to Michigan State, right? And I'm like, uh, he may not need it. No, I'm just being yeah. real. Who knows? Dude, I'm saying yeah. he's he's five years old. I don't know that in 13 years he's gonna need to go to college. Now. I still advocate college for those people who don't know what they want to do. But if you know what you want to do and you're ready to, you want to be an investor, whatever, hopefully, I mean, prayerfully, I got the money to leave him, obviously, and hey, go do what you need to do. Here, here go take a half a million dollars and get your real estate empire yeah. started or yeah. whatever yeah. it is you want to do. Absolutely. But we have to watch how we talk about money and the fears. And like, like I said, even for me, I got ready to buy this house. Right, and my I, my mom almost scared me into thinking I couldn't afford it, right. and and I, right. I I got approved for two three times as much as the houses I bought, but because my mom's relationship with money is security, she was like, "Yo, are you sure? That's a lot of house. Oh my hmm. goodness, your bill's gonna be up. You know your uh your your, your power gonna be higher. Your gas bill no gonna. Price. I'm sitting here, <laughs> and no for price. one second, I'm letting that creep into my mind because I'm like. Oh, that's right. That's where we come from. We come from middle class. We come from security. We come from don't don't dare spend a penny over what you're supposed to spend or we could be set back. No, I don't live like that anymore. This is, mm. listen, I wake up every day and I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. I wake up every single day. And I say, this is the brokest you'll be. This is the absolute brokest yeah. you will be. This is the poorest yeah. you will be today will be. is the poorest yeah. you will ever be in your life. Ever be and I tell life. myself that mm. every single day. I've changed my relationship with money now. I didn't grow up like that. I have a new relationship with money. I am money. Money comes to me. I know how to make money work Absolutely. for me. You know in what I'm abundance. saying? So it's just a different in mindset. Abundance. Yeah, in abundance. And, and watch this, see. What I'm what's blowing my mind is you made that move. And I'm gonna be real with you. I, I I I didn't know if it. I knew you could do it, but I was a little nervous. Like, ah oh, man, see messing up the whole uh, you know what I'm saying? Like him and Train had something going on. You know what I'm saying? Like I think C might be messing this up. Like I feel C. I know what he's doing, but I don't, I think he might be leaving Train behind. And you made the move, hmm. and because you made it, this is why it's important <laughs> for us to think hmm. the right way. Not Train in the same neighborhood. Oh. Hold on, hold on. You feel don't, me? don't 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 please, gloss over please. that because they don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Please take your so, time and break yeah, that down. No, no, no. See. So yeah. let me shout out Maul again. <laughs> yeah. Because here go the thing. So what he's talking about, for those of you who don't know, my brother and I were 13 months apart and grew up like twins pretty much our whole life. So when I'm, we moved to Atlanta, we built a house directly next door. And by directly next door, he would tell you, Carl would tell you. I mean directly, <laughs> directly next door. Next door. <laughs> and so when, you know, we, and that was always a starter house for us, right? And so we were like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be time to, you know, rock and roll. We're going to move, you know, move Jefferson's, move on up. 
So when it was time to move, I, of course, I lived next door to my brother. It was like a dream scenario. Like, and people might think it's crazy, whatever. Like, our wives is like sisters. They love each other. Like, it was literally the best setup in the world. You got built-in babysitters on both sides. Like, it was the greatest setup ever. And I remember when it was time to leave, I told Maul, I was like, man, I'm feeling like kind of crazy. Like one, you know, I'm, I'm moving into this neighborhood that's all, you know, whatever, you know, great school district, all of that. And like, I feel kind of like a little, not guilty, but I guess, you know, survivor's remorse a little bit about it or whatever I was feeling. And I was like, Maul, you, obviously Maul crib is 20,000 square feet, and pools and gyms and all kind of stuff and I was like yo right, how do you, right, you know right. how do you deal with that cuz you and your brother close right. your sister's close like how do you deal with that like you don't feel like you're trying to stun on them or like you I mean obviously you don't feel like that but do you feel like they feel and he was like nah he was like not at all he said listen if I'm going to push my family forward I'm trying right. to build a crib five times the size of this so they could see what's possible he said yo hmm. shout out to my boy Tommy he was like yo when I start getting to it on a real level that's when me and Tommy came together for the security company. When I sent my kids to the best private school, that's when Tommy was like, bet, I'm, he upped his game. Hmm. And he said, so no, you're going to push him forward. So I bought this house out here. Now, they literally couldn't, the house next door obviously wasn't for sale. But two weeks ago, my sister-in-law, my niece, and my brother moved into our exact same neighborhood a year <laughs> and some change later. They upped their game. My brother been doing this thing with the real estate. Shout out to Maul for teaching my brother the real estate stuff. And they doing their thing. And now they're in a better position. And he out there getting to it. And we live probably not next door, but I'd say it's a 90-second car ride to get to the house. And mind you, we were about 35 minutes away from where we moved from. And now he in the same doggone subdivision as I am. So what does that say? Next time, I got to get the buckhead and get the $5 million mansion because he coming right behind me. But understand, yeah, yeah. it changed the relationship with money. All of a sudden now, both of us looking at money like, oh, okay, no, we can have that house. We can move into that neighborhood. That mm, is for us. Yeah. And because I did yeah. it, he was able to do it. But it's about changing that mindset because, again, my mom was shook. Like, oh, okay, y'all moving. Oh, that, that's a lot now. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? And, uh, yeah, it's just been a change in mindset, man. And like I said, this is, this is the brokest I'll ever be today. Mm. Yeah, let, mm. let me say this too, see, and 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 y'all got it for real. Those of you who are listening, you know me. You've been rocking me for a while. You can go back and listen to what I was talking to and talking about, and it wasn't money. But, bro, a couple things happened. You know, one of the things that I think that just really took me to another, another level is just before Chris passed, I told y'all, he did the second test with me that really broke down, you know, what your drivers are, you know? And when I took that test, you know, my wife and I took it together. Like that was our thing. Like we wanted to find out just in terms of our marriage, not what we did, but why did we do, why were we doing what we were doing? You know? And so mine was like, my driver, I think you pronounce it uh, altruistic. And it was just pretty much saying like, yo, for real, my, my, whole life is about others and looking after others and watching out for others. And then when you looked at my economic, my economic was crazy low. And the economic piece is what it is, economic, like that's your driver. My economic was stupid low. And it was just saying like, yo, he will look out for others before he looks out for himself, right? But as I was looking at it and I was, you know, getting my coaching, 
what was brought to my attention was like, yo, E, you got to look at this the right way. I don't think you're seeing it. And I was like, oh, okay, what, do you, what am I missing? And it was like, what you're missing is, and this is when I went and got certified on my own and I started really understanding what the, um, the drivers were. And I'm talking about a 20-minute test, bro, that will allow you to execute at an extreme high level. And it said, just because you don't care about others, I mean, just because you, you don't care about money, but you care about others, what can you do for others without money? And I had already been looking out Pray for, for people, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for real. See, I'm being real. Well, what I love at the church when he, when he, uh, when somebody come up and uh, go into college or something, he'd be like, "Look, we don't need prayer. We need checks." <laughs> yeah, we need checks. You know what yeah, I was saying? Yeah, that, Michigan see, State don't take prayer as tuition. <laughs> they don't take prayer. But what I, but I was saying that, see, but I was, I wasn't saying it at. I wasn't saying no, it I know at, exactly with how like you, were the, saying. you know what I'm saying? I wasn't saying it 120. I, I, I myself was saying it 70. I won 120. Mm. And then I and then I woke up and, and I remember I was with Cole and he put some stuff on the board and he was like, How many kids you sending to college now? I was like, probably about two or three. He was like, oh, okay, how many kids you studying abroad? How many piece people you bought computers for? Oh, okay, how much you do for the church? Oh, okay, that's cool. Do you know who you are and what you're capable of? You know how much money you can make? So let's just say this. Say you don't want no, you don't want another house. Say you don't want another car. Say you don't want none of that. You mean to tell me you have the ability with your gift to make another 20 to 30 million and you're not gonna do it? You know how many kids you can send to college if you did that? And I was like, ooh, what you said, see, seeing it differently. Like, ooh. So, bro, I'm telling you now, I'm busting them aside their head. I'm being real. If you are a company and you know when I leave your office, your people are going to make you another two or three million, you're going to pay me at the highest level, bro. We're not playing with it. And you're going to buy my product instead of going online and getting it for free because I'm going to show you how you, you, like, you getting me, but you ain't really getting me, getting me. And I'm going to tell y'all what really hit me. When my wife started looking at homes, like Didi just started randomly looking at homes and she was a person that was really in security. She saw a house once and was like, yo, that house is $30 million. Now, she didn't say, I want you to buy it, but I ain't stupid. She looking at it. So if you're looking at a $30 million house, we need to get at least 10, 10 I mean, a 10, $30 million house. We need to at least get a $10 million house. And I'm telling you, just her looking at it, I didn't say nothing to her. But I said to myself, like, yo, it's people living like this. My, my family deserve this. The kids that I'm ministering to, they deserve this. My church family deserves to come you know, on the East Coast, West Coast, the South, wherever we buy it, they deserve to come and stay here for a couple of days and see what this is like. Like, they deserve it. So when Ma was like, yo, I bought this property to do this and this property, I promise y'all, I, I want to keep saying it because repetition deepens the impression. People forget paper remembers. Write down what I just said. I, when Ma, bro, it was an epiphany. He's, Ma said, I bought this property, this property. And I sat there to myself, see, and I know what properties can buy. And I was like, yo, E, you had the ability to do that with your mouth. What are you doing? Like, yo, you got companies that need you. You got NFL, NBA players. You got, you got companies. As C was saying earlier, if a dude is worth 85, if you're going to pay a dude $85 million to play on your team and he got some issues, how much you going to pay me to keep him on the field? Mm -hmm. And I just start seeing a difference, C. I just start seeing myself as a gift, as a problem solver, as a solution and said, yo, E, it's time to stop playing. Yep, while Maul is responsible for this, 
Josh is responsible for this. C is responsible for that. Yo, E, stop playing, bro. Stop playing. You're not a consultant no more. You're not a motivational speaker no more. You, you are a money machine. God has blessed you and given you a gift, and he's going to hold you responsible, not for what you did. He's going to hold you responsible for what you could have done too. And so why it's easier to be a motivational speaker, why it's easy to be a consultant, why it's easier to do that, it's like, it's not hard for you to be a businessman, son. You just got to change your mindset. That's all. And so for real, what we told you last week was the intro to it. You deserve it. But now what we're telling you is you need to change your mindset. Literally. That's all you need to change. You don't need to change nothing else. You need to change your mindset. So crazy, dog, because I remember, I think we might even talked about it on the podcast a long time ago. I used to be looking like, shoot, we got to pay tithes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I used to really be looking at ties like, yo, 10%. I'm like, shoot, that's a lot of money. And it's crazy when the 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 mindset that you have. When you have no money, you like, man, 10%. They only got $300. This 30 about to buck my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you can have, but again, you can have a million dollars and you tithing 100,000. It's your relationship to what it is, you know what I mean? Like, it's how you view it. And so it's still, either way, it's going to hurt. You know what I'm saying? So if that's the way you look at it, but now I look at it as such a blessing. I'm like, wow, we tithe how much? We got our hookup back for taxes. I'm like, whoa, we get a church, what? Like, okay, cool. And my wife looked at me and said, the goal is we need to be tithing six figures next year, period. Mm. We need to be tithing six figures next year. And so now, again, just a different relationship to money, we're looking at money differently now. We're looking at money, like E said, as a blessing. So I'm not even tripping on, oh, 10%. I'm looking like, oh, okay, cool. What do I got to do in order to make sure that the church get six figures mm -hmm. from us just as a tithe, doggone it, you know what you got to make. So, yeah, no, it's just changing the perception and changing the, the mindset and Man, I really hope uh, you know people are understanding this and taking this in because this is uh, this is rich and, and something that it's been inside of me for you know quite a while, but I haven't really talked about it. And and I, again, I think it's you know we we are not necessarily the money podcast. Right. You got money you know podcasts out there where all they do is talk about money and investing and you know all of these things. But this is something that is um, very important to each and every one of us as well. So Carl, my fault. Go for it. No, no, I was going to say, it's true to who we are. See, like, y'all are getting our growth. Like, that's what the whole podcast is about. Oh, no like, we're not, you know, just trying to tell you stuff to tell you stuff. Y'all getting what we learning as we transition. You getting it. So that's that's as real as it is. These are the conversations that are happening with us. These are the transitions happening with our company. And y'all getting it as it is, man. We ain't holding nothing back. Um, I, I was going to say to to what E was saying, E, like, the, the hard part, when you said now you are, both you said it, like, basically, like, how you view money now has changed so much. Now, get this. How you view money has changed, so you're going, man, this, this is one of the guys, we do a chameleon call on Saturday mornings, and, and, and the guy said this this <laughs> week. He said, your uh, goals I, don't I gotta even recognize you. I got to listen to the chameleon call. I got to, <laughs> I got to hear it. You go. No, you go. No, you go. No, I insist. You go. Hey, <laughs> no, they said, they said on there, your goals don't even recognize who you are right now. Mm. You got the goal. The goals are there. Like, it ain't nothing wrong with the goals. You coming up, you exposed to stuff, and you seeing the goals. But until you become what C talked about, a new relationship with these things, until you, who you are changes, your perspective of these things changes, 
This is the hard truth. It ain't happening. The goals ain't happening because those goals are there for the best that you can be. Like the things that E talking about a $30 million house is only going to come if E is the best that he can be, unless he's doing something under the table. <laughs> if he's doing it legit, he has to become the best that he can be. You get what I'm saying? The goal is there. It ain't, it ain't nothing wrong with the goal. But until you have like this transformational, you know, like again, starting with knowledge, but until your relationship, your whole understanding of these concepts change, man, I'm telling you, and, and again, we're referring to money, but I'm saying your health, everything, your, your um, what do you tell you? Man, just everything. Like it ha- your relationship with these things will change as much as you change. So I'm just saying, you got to like, for real, don't knock the goals, but understand that there's some stuff that got to happen before you get to them. Hey, there's something else that got to happen before you get to it. <laughs> you know what it Organifi. is? Organifi. <laughs> got to drink some Organifi. Listen, man, 92% of Americans have a vitamin deficiency, all right? So start now. It's never too late to boost your energy, cleanse your body, feel amazing. Change can be tough, but we made it easy. Transform your life in just 30 seconds a day. Scoop, stir, and sip. When you wake up and drink a glass of Organifi Green Juice, you kickstart your body's processes of daily detoxing, producing natural energy, all right? And it helps you manage stress. So start the day with a smart choice. Your body will reward you for it, all right? Detox, immunity, burn fat, all of these things, man. You know what we're on. We, we are on the superfood Green juice powder, Organifi, man, Moringa, right? Chlorella, mint, spirulina, beets, maca, green tea, wheatgrass, ashwanda, turmeric, lemon, all of this good stuff in just one scoop, all right? So I just had some literally about 30 minutes ago. Um, and let me tell you something, it's fire, all right? You got to get on it. Um, we appreciate everybody out there who's rocking with us, who've been on the Organifi, man. Shout out to everybody in Jamaica who had it. Uh, people coming up to us now, of course, ease on the pure heavy. Um, I just told my mother-in-law I was going to get her on that. Um, but go to Organifi.com, promo code SUCCESS. All right, you must use the promo code if you want a 20% discount, all right? So go check us out, man, on the Organifi, man. Send us some pictures uh, on IG, man. Hashtag it or whatever you do at the, at the podcast page so we can repost it on your stories as you guys are out there getting to it. All right, let me get our other sponsor in there as well. This episode is also brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen in 2019 a reality with deliciously simple recipes. Get seasonal, simple recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door every single week so you can enjoy cooking and stick into your health and fitness goals. Spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping so you can get that time back to do more of what you love. That's right. No more grocery shopping. No more figuring out how much salt is too much salt. Each recipe comes with an easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards. Yep, you heard me right. It comes with pictures like cooking for dummies. All meals come together in 30 minutes max. They call for two pots and pans or even less and require minimal cleanup. Get out of that recipe rut and start cooking outside of your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. Um, We actually just got a box in today, this evening, and my wife's eyes lit up when she opened that box. We got some chicken pineapple quesadillas. Man, um, the seasonings were like, it was like this Southwest spice blend with chili powder, garlic, and cumin. 
and sweet, savory, like perfect, man. I'm telling you. So if you're not rocking with HelloFresh, I don't know what you're waiting on. Come on, for $60 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash success60 and enter the promo code success60. Yo, appreciate that, Carl. Shout out to HelloFresh, man, for holding us down on the podcast as well. Just got my orders in, man. Wifey chefed it up for me today. Had the uh, Lucy Burger. It was fire, too, low-key. So shout out to HelloFresh, man, for always rocking with us. Hey, Carl. Thank you, Carl, for HelloFresh, Carl. I'm gone. My daughter's not calling me for money no more for food. She is now eating her HelloFresh so thank you for HelloFresh for taking care of my baby girl. So HelloFresh, thank you from the Thomas family. All right. Um, let me see. Uh, let's try to get through a couple Ask ETs. If yeah, we get can, some questions. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm driving, see? Up. So I got we, another 20 minutes. We're doing this minutes. podcast late because E... Oh, yeah. So no, let's... Uh, look, I got to ask ET. Uh, I'm headed to, uh, to see you on Wednesday. And uh, speaking okay. of money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> this is very apropos. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we got the uh, Forbes event on Wednesday, E. So yes, sir. tell us about the yes, Forbes. You know what I'm saying? When you hey, when you start acting like you you uh, you, you deserve it, it yeah. they start to yeah, take no notice. Question. So he got a, a feature yeah, with Forbes magazine. You, I'll be there. I just found out I had to be business casual, so I'm gonna have to go try to find me a little. You know what I'm saying? What's a nice that little like? get up. Yeah, what's that like? I don't know. Say they said business smart. What is business smart? <laughs> Not ETA. Carl, it didn't say business casual. It said business smart. I'm mm. like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Well. Yeah, but I, you know, it's one of those things, see, for real, I, I wasn't expecting, so I don't really know. You know, it's not my thing, but it is my thing, you know, because like Carl said, I'm growing and, um, you know, yeah, I'm growing. We'll leave it like that. Uh, but looking forward to the opportunity. You know, it's also a live, you know, video interview. So it's not just the magazine, of course, will be featured. Uh, but it, it will be also on their, um, you know, narrative page. So I'm excited about that. It's getting a chance to, you know, be myself. The fact that I have, um, you know, um, and, and this is what's so sweet about it, because you said you were coming and what it was, and I don't even know. But Jalen is taking that role. Jalen has been acting as uh, a manager. And look, guys, I remember when my son first graduated because he was with Michigan State basketball. You know, he had an idea like, okay, I want to be a manager and certain doors didn't open to him. And somebody just changed his mindset and was like, are you trying to manage like for real, for real? Or are you just trying to say you manage? And like, are you trying to do like NBA, NFL or like you really want to manage? Like, what is it? And he was like, yo, this is what I really want to do. And he was like, your father's the number one motivational speaker in the world. Manage him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if, if, if you want to get some real, like, um, what, what do we call it? 10,000 hours? You want to get some uh-huh. real practical um, time and, you know, real experience, manage him, you know, so he's managing a lot of my higher end uh, events, you know, and so he was responsible for putting this together, you know, so I don't know a whole lot, but I do know, you know, he he, he got to invite a couple people and um, it's going to be, it's going, you know, hors d'oeuvres, all of that, you know, um, it, it's a, it's a lot, you know, it's a, it's a major event, you know. Oh, I'm definitely going to be eating some Forbes hors d'oeuvres. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's got to be a different type of hors d'oeuvre right there. <laughs> I, I'm just hoping to get on the cover of uh, Atlanta no, no Weekly. Doubt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to get a 40 under 40 in Atlanta. 
He on Forbes. I'm like, I got to be at least. Oh yeah, no, no, just questions asked. I it's got coming. To at Don't least play. Be on the Lansing uh, low. You got to hurry up though, see? Twenty at you're twenty. Getting close to forty. <laughs> I'm getting close to forty, so you got to hurry up. What, did, am I the only one? Now forgive me. Am I the only one who like every once in a while you think of how old you are and you just be like, damn, or like what? Yeah, like yeah, yo, yeah. I'm. You just said that four, bruh. I'm feeling like I'm about to die. I'm like forty. <laughs> Lord, I, remember, I just remember when I was like thirteen. No, I'm just saying. Uh, I remember when I was thirteen. You say you forty. I'm like whoa. That's like retirement. You know what I'm saying? Just no, no. Jada say, hey dad, you know you're halfway dead. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> a little bit more, really. <laughs> no, nah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, that vegan-ish gonna push you to at least 89. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. That's no. right. That, that nah, stop, if but... I stop eating refined sugar, I should probably be able to go to 92. Oh, nah, oh I don't know, Douglas. You, 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 you like you like. Oh, you heard snack. what they said. Uh, no, they said meat. meat uh, I was talking to, remember when I was in, um, what was it? I was just in St. Louis to do that had a farm, I was telling him about the vegan. He was like, bruh, bruh, he's like, meat ain't, he said, first of all, I don't eat that kind of meat. I, you know, we kill our own. But he was like, yo, bruh, refined sugar is worse than uh, meat. You stay off that sugar, you'll live. He said, the sugar is what's killing you. You'll live to be 100 if you eat that right meat. And I was like, wow, that was deep, bruh. I was like, that was deep. Mm-hmm. Like, that was deep. Mm-hmm. I still I ate thought, a peach I gonna, today, I thought though. you was going to have him ship me some. Just be tough, I am, man. I am, but I'm waiting until I get back home. I'm gonna oh, get it to your nah, father first. <laughs> nah, I got to wait till he get home. Why well, I got to get wait till you get home to ship me my to food? get some ship to Atlanta? Because you don't cook like that. I'm gonna have your father cook it and send it to you. Because it ain't like you gonna take it to the crib. <laughs> well, I don't know what it. kind of meat gonna last in the mail for two days cooked, but uh, we shall see. Um, yeah, no, nah, you know when he come visit you, you come home. But I don't want you to mess up good meat. Mm. Um, my man Cooley Shakur said, how was it meeting Lupe Fiasco and being featured on his song? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, shout out to Lupe. No, they don't make it seem like that. They cleared it. Um, no, 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 I'm saying he said meet. He, he, got a chance he said meet. meet. Yeah, I didn't meet him. I, yeah, no, we didn't get a chance to meet. You were on the Meek Mill album too and you did get a chance to meet Meek. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, Robin said, uh, uh, I'm a grinding dancer, but I'm always lazy in front of my friends. How can I stop that? E, you know about grinding. <laughs> <laughs> what kind are we talking about? What are we talking know. about this here? This is from Instagram. Robin Silberg said, Careful with this I'm, advice. I'm a grinding <laughs> dancer. <laughs> Baby, grind on me. <laughs> like in my hey, I take it back. Oh, was that pretty, Ricky? <laughs> uh, all, I'm, I, all I'm saying is remember Disney. Just remember Disney. Uh, the no, Disney podcast. Hey, I'm trying to get an HBO show. I'm not thinking about Disney. I'm trying to do Cinemax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, girl. You wasn't in the States, but boy, back in the day when Cinemax had a free week. Oh, <laughs> I had to call off school. <laughs> yeah, all right, let, me, let me move on because it's just me. I'm the only one who actually lived around here. How do you make that? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and put a lock on the door. He said he missed school. <laughs> he you said get he cinder packs. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, wait he a minute. He said he missed school, though, Carl. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm talking, bro. I'm talking about call off. My throat hurt. <laughs> 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 Lord have mercy. Send the kids uh, to bed, everybody. Send the uh, kids to bed. This is the hey, this is the midnight love version of the podcast. This is the kiddos. midnight love. Yeah, we did the podcast at night. Uh, uh, let's go to the next question. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to find one, but my eyes watering. Okay, um, how do I step away, my man? Money don't sleep. Eighty seven. So how do I step away from a great uh, paying job to be an entrepreneur? Don't know that you need to. You know what I'm saying? Ma is a nine to five Solo millionaire. Nine to five so millionaire. I don't know that you need to. Yep. So look out for Ma Course. We almost finished with Ma Course, by the way. I know we said that a few times, but like we're literally putting the finishing touches on it. And blame Carl too, because Carl is the captain of that ship. So if y'all wanted <laughs> Ma to hurry up with the course, uh, go for it. Brian underscore McDonald 45 said, can I have a shout out? You just got one. Does casual Friday mean we should put out casual effort? That's from Three Link Sales. Ooh. Mm. Mm. I mean, they already know the answer, but I think it's a cute question. I love it. Mm. Some people need to take heed to it because I think they really might be doing that. So great, uh, great question, bro. Um, hmm. how, how do you stay focused when your own study coach tries to make you your, oh, tries to make your uni life Hard. Some of y'all, the, the, shout out to, I know that's somebody from overseas right there. Yeah, London they, for that sure. Uni. Yeah. Say uni. Uni, that's yeah, that uni. UK boy. or Australia, right? Australia, yeah. 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 So my man Fayon said, how do you stay focused when your own coach is making your life hard? Well, he plays uh, organized sports, so he probably can answer that better than I can. Uh, but I didn't study, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm thinking I might have to disqualify myself. <laughs> no, I study. Um, how do you manage? Okay, Hamza Aub said, "How do you manage uh, having too much discussion in a marriage?" <laughs> oh, bro, if you oh, figure wow. that one out, let me know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, bro. These late night questions are crazy. Nikki, I'm getting on Nikki. Nikki sent me all these uh. questions. He said, "How can you manage having too much conversation with your wife?" That's too much sauce. <laughs> Have you ever visited Finland? No, sir. How you invite us, though. We'll, we'll come there with the 1% Club. Shout out to my man, Appy Copper. Will you ever come to Europe? Muhammad. Uh, we'll be there, what, May 11th? May. Oh, that's coming up. Um, I don't want to. Uh, do you, uh, Prime Prodigy said, do you meditate? Uh, I'd say I pray and meditate. Meditation is, um, you know, uh, one of the practices through my prayer. But I don't, I don't meditate in the absence of prayer. Okay. And uh, back to, I wanted to see if you was ready to answer the question about grind question. <laughs> Can I get some pretty Ricky? <laughs> hey, grind on. Hey, relax. <laughs> hey, that, uh, that was the first. And I guess I'm I'm thinking that's not as as nasty as we making it out to be. Grind, or maybe he really just or she. I don't know who. The, all right, uh, it's late, y'all. We doing this podcast late, as you could probably tell. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna try to uh, get out of here and go spend some time with my wife. 
See if I could do some grind dancing. You know what I'm saying? That might have to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to grind dance. Get your minds out the gutter. It's a form of art. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to get my pretty Ricky on. Um, uh, all right. Uh, hit us with the dates, Carl. Let us know what we got on the, uh, on the announcements. Yes, sir. We got Dallas and the 1% Club, y'all. We, I'm talking about, it's mm. just like a club now. The 1% Club. Mm-hmm. We're hitting Dallas the 19th and the 20th of April. So that's in about a month from now. Um, and then Chicago is the weekend after that, the 26th and 27th. He taking it back to the hometown. Um, yep. Jamal is on, Jamal at Buffalo, y'all. We not, we not even going to have E out there by himself no more. Y'all like, E. We got you, E. We YouTubed you. We got all that. Y'all ain't got nothing with Jamal now. So I'm talking about y'all got the... F- I got a special guest. For Dallas, right? I heard. I got a special guest. Yep. Yeah, y'all do not uh, want to miss this. The, yeah, I got a special guest. I'm female. I'm reading it. Oh, see, see why. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, end this podcast. It's going downhill fast. I can feel the negative reviews. I just wanted to give you a little sidetrack for your announcements. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to give him a little background for us. Hey, see y'all in Dallas and Chicago. I ain't got hey, no. Nah, he got to give a nugget over to Pretty Ricky. I can't do it. I can't do it. Hey. This, oh, man. This took me back. Take me back. All right. Uh, Listen, here go the nugget of the day, y'all. Stop putting money on the pedestal and put yourself on the pedestal. All right? That's right. Mm, that's bars right. from your boy CJ, man. We love y'all. We out of here. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your